Larry, I'll give you a cue here. MM&M Agency 100 Studio Sessions. Lumanity. Okay, we're rolling. Hello, my name is Larry Dobrow. I'm the editor-in-chief of MM&M, and I am ready for you to plug into this episode of the Agency 100 Studio Sessions, a new podcast series which gives members of the MM&M Agency 100 an opportunity to riff on what sets them apart. We have a terrific one today. We have our friends from Lumanity, Michael Parisi, who is the Global Practice Lead, Medical Strategy and Communications, and Jackie Singley, the Head of Engagement and Innovation. Michael, Jackie, thanks so much for joining us here. Thanks so much for having us. Great to be here. Absolutely. We're going to talk a little bit about Lumanity. You know, it's a company that has a ton of momentum, and uh, we want to hear all about it. But I think the place to start a lot of our recent conversations between the three of us were when uh, Lumanity was Guidemark, (laughs) or I should say before Guidemark was folded into Lumanity. Why don't you walk me through the transition, kind of how Lumanity came to be, and a little bit about the rebranding? Yeah, great. And thank you. This is really our first time doing this interview as Lumanity. And Larry, it's interesting because when we actually sold Guidemark Health, to uh, our private equity partners and joined the group, the name hadn't even been announced yet. And what gravitated us towards this organization was the the mission. And our mission very clearly is to accelerate and optimize access to medical advances. What was exciting is when the name came out and it was announced to the team, there's two very clear parts to it is really around illumination and insights. And the other part of it is, is our, our core essence, you know, humanity and what we do as a healthcare communication strategy and medical affairs consultancy and and communications partner. So the name landed on everyone in a really like proud moment. It felt natural. It felt really big and it felt like it had a lot that we could expand and build. And we're still a young organization. We're new and uh, people are aware of us, but now it's really our time to come out and start to talk about the brand values acting with sense of urgency, acting with purpose and precision, and making sure that we're living up to our mission of, of accelerating and optimize access to advances. So it's an exciting time. You're going to see a lot more of the brand evolution. You're going to hear a lot more about the brand evolution. But consider us a, a global startup in our second year of, of existence. You know, it's funny. Um, a lot of people, when they go on a rebranding slash renaming exercise, somehow they stumble onto something which is just so much worse than what they had before. And then there's, of course, the task of having to introduce it and sell it to everybody. When uh, Lumanity rolled out, that was certainly not the reaction I think the industry had. Tell me a little bit about the uh, conversations that you had once this became formal, you know, once the name got out there, once the rebranding got out there, what did clients have to say? What did vendors, what did uh, the competition have to say? I think we've always been really connected to our clients. I think that's one of the things that has differentiated us um, and certainly won't change. You know, I think with the rebranding, it was critically important that our clients be a part of that evolution and the rollout of Lumanity. So even though, you know, we have more resources and there's a lot of benefits that, that come from that and we'll get into that, we didn't want clients to lose that sense of intimacy that, that they had with us. Just to add to that, a lot of the companies that we acquired, uh, there was always sensitivity of losing your brand name in the marketplace. 
And, and so when we did launch uh, Lumanity, as Jackie said, we, we kept clients in the, in the loop and really wanted them to feel part of something bigger, but without being lost. So that close to customer and staying close to what made us special as when we were in our previous lives, that was really important to us and still important to us as we continue today. Which actually leads in nicely to my next question. Um, I think Guidemark, one of the things that the agency always did, there was a very keen focus on the customer slash client experience. Um, tell me a little bit about that and how it's carried over into Lumanity. It's just expanded. I mean, we have an incredible breadth of resources across Lumanity. I will say, you know, of 1,400 people, the shared philosophy and that putting clients and client challenges first is across the board a universal belief and behavior that we all had. So it, it really feels very natural. The transition was was quite natural, but we have a lot more resource and, and really specialized skill sets in everything from medical affairs, consultancy, commercial consultancy, access, global access solutions. So more friends to bring to the table, more smart people to bring to help solve our clients' challenges. For the two of you, how much of a transition was that? Um, I mean, certainly it's not like Guidemark was a tiny operation. It was a very big and very successful one. But having access to those additional resources to so many other partners, how has that changed the way that you go about your job? Yeah, I can, uh, I can speak to that, especially from like the engagement and innovation perspective. I have to say that it really is like the first time in my almost 25-year career where I'm able, my team is able to realize and seize opportunities like to take on more risk. So I see us making, and, and we're certainly making significant investments in technology, tools, talent, and from a client experience perspective, that means more exciting and transformative pilots. And we've always had a mantra of staying one need ahead, right? That's familiar to you, Larry. But now, you know, I think it's one step further. It's really taking on our clients' biggest challenges with them. And the resources have been great. There, there's things we've dreamt about that we're building, and it's a very exciting time. Uh, over the course of that answer, Jackie, you talked a little bit about technology and innovation, and certainly the industry's ongoing technology revolution is a you know topic that we're going to be covering extensively in this year's Agency 100. Tell me a little bit about Lumanity's emphasis on technology, um, the ways that it can do things better, the ways that it can even humanize more than uh, what we saw previously. Yeah, Larry. So um, I've been leading our, our um, technology integration, and it's an exciting time. I'll also say just externally, I've never seen technology picking up momentum faster than we're seeing today. I mean, it's it's hit a catalytic moment where it's really accelerating. And we have uh, best-in-class technology and development teams that are looking both internally, how we work, how we could be more agile, how we could be more efficient and fast, and then certainly externally, how that comes forward to in the, in the shape of client solutions. So it's a, it's a really exciting time. Uh, we're doing a lot with patient communities and technology. We're doing a lot with uh, uh, engagement and also looking at uh, insight, speed to insight, insight generation as uh, key areas of focus. So really exciting time to take some of this like innovative technology and just point it at very specific use cases that uh, will help us achieve our mission. Again, accelerating access to, to medical advances. Yeah, I think um, I'll add on a little bit around technology. I think we're certainly bullish on technology. I think that we also, at the same time, have a very balanced kind of got it. We don't want to you know, be in a position three, five, 10 years from now where we look back and say, you know, we focus too much on technology as the answer yes. to our clients' challenges. 
at the detriment of focusing more on, you know, the right skills and the team collaboration. So I think Michael touched on, you know, insights, actionable insights. And I think from an engagement perspective, baseline things we're doing around visualization, data analysis, helping our clients with insights to understand precisely of their target audience. Here are the eight that we could not reach in any digital channel. I mean, that kind of level of insight is pretty fantastic. And I've never seen that before, you know, in, in other in other groups that I've worked with. So we also pull insights around HCPs that are not very digital and we show data to support, we can reach them within workflow. We all know that, you know, EHR is really important, but we have data to back up where we're not reaching these folks outside of EHR, right? So it justifies and helps with your channel mix and all of those sort of things. And you have data that you can lean on, but the visualization is great. I mean, I think that's the baseline. I think I want to be clear that technology supports all of our engagement solutions. So single channel to multi-channel to omni-channel. It is important though, to temper all the excitement around like what can be done with what should be done. And to that point, I think it's around business need first and foremost, and what is the right solution. You don't need to bring, you know, a fire hose out for, for everything <laughs> that you do. Um, and I've seen that, you know, jumping right to that. And we have to sometimes say, like, let's, let's think this through. And then I think the second point I'll make is that the right solution for any challenge is always the most flexible solution. So, I mean, that gets into kind of how we're, we're building out our omni-channel engagement and making sure that, that we're functioning much like um, the analogy I use is a plug-in. So, you know, clients have existing technology and they're at a point where they've onboarded some tools and we can plug in, we can help them just like you would like an SEO plugin, you know, on WordPress. It's the, I, that's the concept of really helping to extend what they're doing from a closed loop marketing perspective to non-personal channels or sending the, you know, a plugin, the, something that needs to send the digital signals back to the field or, or whatever it is, wherever they need help. So I just want to stress that, that idea of being really flexible in everything that we do. You know, it's funny, um, you know, you talk about technology, you talk about innovation. One of the things that those go hand in hand with, of course, is collaboration. And um, certainly that's the Lumanity model. Tell me a little bit about some of Lumanity's partnerships and what they bring to not just your organization, but to your client relationships. So a couple things. One on the collaboration. Internally, it's really important for us to uh, understand where all the skill sets are. And I'm going to use a very simple analogy. We just opened a European hub office in uh, central oh, wow. London and uh, it is open. We have uh, f- seven of the companies in Lumanity are actually integrating into one office. We're having averaging about 80 to 100 people on a given day. It happens to be you know, in a neighborhood that's really fantastic. So we, we are trying to, to get folks back together. We're also trying to be out more and out with customers more. And ASCO is a great example of spending a lot of time with patient communities, looking at our innovative technology and how we can help partner with different groups to bring insights forward to both our clients and and to their development plans. So we're we're looking at uh, collaboration both internally and externally. And while technology is great to enable that, um, I feel like we've all been behind Zoom for too long. So we're we're looking to to get more face-to-face interaction with customers. Yeah. And um, I can I can just speak quickly to, um, you know, as a group, data partnerships, certainly critical to us, especially as we're rolling out our omni-channel campaigns. There's there's some uh, I can specifically mention 
Health Verity. There's there's a press release on our website about that, but certainly a lot going on in the uh, in the real world data space and and fueling those insights um, and also collaborations with partners. I mentioned taking on you know more risk, and we have some partners that are very like minded around let's let's test let's learn, let's be comfortable with failing. It is the way to grow. And that's resulting in some really exciting pilots. Those partnerships, um, is there, are there certain traits of successful partnerships that Lumanity has? Is it maybe a shared mindset? Um, is it a philosophical outlook? Tell me yep. a little bit about that. Absolutely. And, and yes to both. So, you know, like-minded partners that um, have the same ambition, same mission as we do, or at least share and appreciate and complement each other's uh, overall mission. That Jackie mentioned, you know, the, the willingness, and we just had a great workshop with a with a tech partner where we spent time sharing each other's core capability, but we spent an equal amount of time in a whiteboard session. So really uh, free, really freeform thinking and co-creation. And, and that term of co-creation is really important. I, I keep mentioning patient communities because A, I'm a patient advocate. We do a lot of work with patient advocacy groups, but they have incredible amounts of knowledge and in some cases data. So we do spend quite a bit of time partnering, uh, co-creating and helping them get to the next level of their existence as well. So partnerships come in many shapes and sizes. We explore all of them. We're very curious as an organization and we'll continue to be curious as, a, as an organization. And, and Jackie said, said it really well. I mean, not being afraid to fail forward and not being afraid to experiment and test and learn and, and you know, co-create and rapid prototype and then move forward. So, uh, you know, that's very much a part of what we look for uh, in partners. Um, one of the pieces that we haven't spoken about yet is obviously an extremely critical one, which is, you know, your people. Um, you know, right now there are still more jobs than there are great A-list people to do them. Um, tell me a little bit about Lumanity's strategy in that regard. Um, in this competitive environment, what can you do to make sure that not only do you get the best people, but you keep them? Uh, it's a great point. And, and I mentioned at the very beginning, you know, you're going to start to hear more about our culture. Uh, we're a very well-formed uh, startup, you know, <laughs> and, and we have great things in place to develop the culture of Lumanity, or, or we call ourselves Lumanitarians. <laughs> so um, internally, we have fantastic training programs in different parts of the practices. We have mentorship and fellowship programs. We have a pharmacy rotation with partnership with Rutgers and very um, detailed career pathing for individuals. It's really important to us that when people join Lumanity, they feel like they're joining something that they have a future, something they could build and grow uh, with us as well. And uh, we, we have an outstanding chief people person, Jordan Cohen, uh, very well credentialed. And Jordan brings a passion for people and metrics and learning. You know, really our, our DEI initiatives mm -hmm. are, are best in class. Our training initiatives are best in class. So it's an absolute commitment to not just getting, but retaining and training and developing the best people. Yeah, we recently um, were certified as a carbon neutral company. So this is something that we're very proud of. And I just want to circle back to this, this idea that the additional resources, things that have always been important, but it's so great to have formalized efforts, right? Um, and dedicated resources to these really important resources that 
are all about employee inclusion and satisfaction. So I know this month we're doing, there's a lot of programs going on to celebrate and highlight experiences through personal stories. Well, we're setting up uh, shared spaces for people to do that, discussions and challenges, you know, faced by underserved communities, specifically with, with a focus on healthcare, of course, uh, being part of that trainings, guest experts, keynote events. So we just did one recently around mental health, stress management webinars. A fun one was that I love as a as someone who has an almost uh, two-year-old who still does not sleep through the night, but uh, sleep is your superpower. So um, mm-hmm. a lot of really great programs and, and bringing people together. And it's been wonderful. I, I admire you. Uh, I had the same two-year-old experience a couple of years ago, and there's mm-hmm. no way to talk as coherently as you did that last answer without sleep. So I applaud you, Jackie. (laughs) So, all right. We've talked a little bit about culture. We've talked about innovation. um, We've talked about collaboration. Um, What's next? That's kind of the last question. Um, You know, Loanity, you know, entered the world as a very formed entity. How do you evolve this outward? What are, for both of you, some of your top of mind priorities going forward? Yeah. So a um, couple of priorities. I mean, we're continuing to build and integrate the acquisitions into one core humanity. We'll continue to evolve and build the culture and expand in those areas that are moving really fast. Analytics, real world evidence, um, patient and patient engagement is a huge area of interest of ours. And it's really evolving to where the, the marketplace and where healthcare is going. And it, as I mentioned earlier, Larry, it's moving faster than it feels like it ever did in my career. Mm-hmm. So the the ability to do this, but also be very nimble and agile and be willing to change direction, um, that's next for us. So we want to build a uh, comprehensive solution with deep expertise, but also factored right across the spine of who we are is this nimbleness and agility and the, and the willingness to, to move quickly and, and be very agile in our approach. Yeah, I think um, what I'll add just from my perspective, you know, as I work with tech and the dev teams and our media folks and um, all things engagement and innovation, there are certain areas that are really of high interest and demand from our clients. And that's certainly omni-channel, things like social media, which actually our work in social media from a media perspective is now outpacing all channels. So going beyond even search. um, And it's not just about, you know, advertising clients really want to participate. And so we're helping them to to figure out those guardrails and how they can do that. And also things like AI, but I, you know, and certainly there's a lot of benefits uh, around that from an efficiency in terms of how we, we work internally, um, how we work with clients. Um, and, but both, you know, in all those cases, what it comes down to is making sure that it no longer lives with this group within the agency or these people. It is not somebody's job to do these things. And it's all of our jobs because they're all very important in the world that we live in. So with things like AI, it's around um, creating, you know, a a private uh, instance for our teams and helping people that aren't necessarily on the same comfort level with technology. There are people that are at different points in that. And we're here to not only do great work for our clients by leveraging these technologies and channels, but to educate, to bring people along, to show them, you know, explain what it is, how do you use it so that they're comfortable and they're empowered and that we can continue to deliver great work for our clients. But it's all about looping back to our people. It's about their professional and their personal growth as well. And you you really can't sit out on these, on these things. So I would, I would end with that from my perspective. 
you know, what I like about this story is that it's already very formed, but it's also at the very beginning. So uh, we got to do this again soon. We got to get back together and see how this uh, evolves in the months, years, uh, decades ahead. We look forward to it, Larry. Absolutely. And thank you. We appreciate your time. Yes. Thank you, Larry. Absolutely. Jackie, Michael, this was terrific. I really appreciate the time. And for the MM&M Studio Sessions, my name is Larry Dobrow. Many thanks for listening and be well. 